Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard discuss four questions every parent must ask themselves about teen discipline. You know, it, it's funny. My brother and I were talking, and, and and I remember that my mom told my brother and I 10 years ago, she said, your dad never really disciplined you boys that much. <laughs> and my brother and I looked at each other, and we were finally convinced that dementia was evidently starting <laughs> oh, to show itself in my mom's life. You have a little life. different recollection. I huh? was going, you've got to be kidding me. And then when I started writing books, my mom came to me and said, I want you to know that I had nothing to do with the way that your dad disciplined you boys. <laughs> so, I get the feeling you were disciplined maybe along the way a Yeah, bit. let me say it was just a little rough at times. Oh, okay. All you right. know what? And you can't do that anymore. Nope. You know, it, I, there's just been a change in the way that, that we discipline. And I, and I want to make sure that people understand. The first 12 years, we really give punishment for things. And then discipline changes because it becomes discipline. Now we're trying to build disciplines into the life of our child. So there's still consequences. But if it was physical, it's no longer. If anybody who said, I, well, I'm still spanking my child 12 and up, let me tell you something. Stop. Mm. It doesn't work anymore. And you can get sued for it. Mm. I mean, and, and CPS can show up at your door. Don't. And, and it's not that I'm given a dissertation on spanking. Please don't hear that. But there's just some things that aren't effective with a culture of kids. And so it's just looking at it differently. Discipline is what we do during the teen years. I think we have the attention of a lot of parents right now on this topic <laughs> yeah. here today, Mark. Well, you know, I think discipline looks different. I, I think this is where it's a little bit different for a lot of people is that I know that, that I respected my dad, I honored him, I, uh, I did everything he said, I, I, I truly held him in esteem, and I didn't like him. Mm. And I think the culture of our parents was a little bit different mm-hmm. than, what, that, than, than what we have now. More fear-based, right? It was more fear-based, but you have to understand that they grew up in the Depression, they lived through World War II, the Korean conflict, and the beginning of of Vietnam. And, and so it was a fearful time. And, and so we just all got kind of used to this is how you discipline kids. Okay. Then along comes all of us that are anywhere from 30 to 65, 70 years old, and we want more relationships with our kids. So we became relationship-based. And, and, and so we wanted to have relationships with our kids. Now it becomes hard. How do we have relationships and discipline our kids at the same time when, when the discipline that we've been taught was very anti-relational. Yes. And so what's happening is we're saying, okay, then how do we build this in together? How do we have both? And you are capable of having both. Every parent out there can, can have the structure and consequences and have a wonderful relationship with your kid. But I always say, look, just think about these things when you start thinking about discipline for your teenage kids. All right, what are some of those questions? I know you're asked these questions a lot by parents, uh, these questions of discipline, aren't you? The first thing is this, whose interests do you have in mind? Is this about you? You know, when I was disciplined by my dad, I was disciplined. He didn't care about me. He was angered that I didn't do something yeah, right. Big difference. There was. And and I knew it. And so are you disciplining because you're angry or are you looking at your child's best interest? Punishing because of anger uh, or frustration or hurt is easy to do. 
But it's not what will help your teen learn from their mistake, nor will it help you grow the relationship. So discipline needs to be based in love. Absolutely. It's based upon them. I don't look to my own issues. My, my, I don't look to my own interest. I don't look to my own stuff that I'm dealing with. I look to them and say, how can I help them get to a place where they want to be? And how can I keep them from ending up where they don't want to end up? It's not about me. I, I'm reminded of, of Rick Warren's book, The Purpose Driven Life, and I love it. The first sentence in the book. It's not about you. It's not about you. And I look at it, and that's what I would say about discipline. This isn't about you. It's about your child and training them up in such a way that they can can walk blamelessly and, and have a life that's built upon God's principles built into their life. It's a good point because discipline shouldn't be based on how bad a day you had as a, as a father coming home, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, and, I, and we used to fear that. We knew that my dad, when he came home at 5 o'clock, that it, something was going to happen. Yeah. And there were times that we kind of looked at him and said, I'm not so sure that, that, that we want to say anything tonight. So the first question to ask is, whose interest do I have in mind here? That's right. And the second thing would be this. Am I using discipline to punish or to train? Now, remember what I said earlier. You know, we punish in the earlier years. When we are developing character in the life of our child, we discipline. And so discipline comes in, a, in an opportunity to train, to help them understand when you do these things, it takes you down a path that will damage relationships in your life. If you continue to be disrespectful, dishonest, or disobedient, it will destroy relationships. And so there is a consequence for that that's going to say, don't do that. If you continue on that path, it's going to be painful. So choose, be wise, choose the better path. And remember this, foolishness leads to pain. Hmm. Wisdom leads to pleasure. And that's where you want to move your child, is getting them to a better spot. And so punishment of mistakes should move to discipline for training. And this requires a long-term view from the parent, because mom and dad shouldn't be just thinking about the misbehavior today, but how can a teen learn from it and grow into a healthy adult years from now? What you do now as a parent makes all the difference in the world 15 years from now. Punishment is short-term. Training is the long view. That's right. That's right. All right. Number three? The third thing is, what is my goal? Do I want justice? I mean, is, is that what it is? Or do I want an opportunity to help them get to a better place? Because if I want vengeance and I want uh, retribution and I want them to pay for their mistakes— then I'm not helping them. I'm moving back to a prison system, to the Mm -hmm. penal system of old. I believe that discipline is helping a teen get to where they want to be and keeping them from where they don't want to end up. And you'll hear me saying that over and over and over. It's important for parents to understand that. All right, we're asking these four questions every parent must ask about teen discipline. We've talked about three of them. What's the fourth one? And then I'll summarize them in just a moment. You bet. Do my kids understand what the purpose for discipline is in our home? I mean, I think it's important for them to know that. Well, that's and, fundamental. Well, somewhere you just line it out. And, it, and I call it a belief system. I would move that and say that it's just developing rules and consequences for the behavior that we want to see. And mom and dad, this is what you do. You sit down and say, what are the big things in, in our family that we think are important, that we think that we need to make sure that everybody understands? Respect is one of those. Uh, doing chores. I mean, it may be not cussing. It may be this is what we want to see academically. All those things. What are the big rules that you have within your family? And saying, if 
you do well in those things, we will reward you. And if you don't do well, there will be a consequence. And you make sure that everybody understands what that is. Now, the consequences have got to be strong enough that they get your child's attention. And at the same time, the rewards have got to be great enough that it pulls your child into positive behavior and that your consequences are great enough that it keeps your child from the negative behavior. So talk through the rules and consequences and their purpose before any inappropriate behavior surfaces. It allows kids to better understand your heart even when they're suffering through the consequences. Yeah, they need to know. All right, let me summarize the four questions then. Number one, whose interest do I have in mind? Mine or the child's? My teens. Number two, am I using discipline to punish or am I using it to train? Number three, what is my goal? And number four, do my kids understand what the purpose for discipline in our in our home is for? So what is the big picture of discipline? That is so very helpful. Yeah, you know what? I, I always thought that discipline was that you just want to hurt somebody. <laughs> <laughs> just because you need it. You did something wrong and you You're need You're going to pay this. for it. That's yeah, right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that works in the earlier years because you're, you're in that time where you just are, are trying to get their behavior right. Now you're trying to develop their character, and you've got to shift your style of discipline to right. accommodate the needs of your kids. Nobody cares more about their teen than moms. But even moms can get discouraged and distracted when watching their teen go through those difficult adolescent years. You can feel alone and helpless, unable to know how to encourage your teen. It can get hard to trust God's goodness in the midst of such hard times. Mark Gregston knows the feeling. That's why he wrote Prayers for My Teen. It's a book of prayers and devotionals to help moms keep their eyes on God and their hearts uplifted, even when your teen is struggling. Prayers for My Teen is a great addition to your purse, bedside, glove compartment, or desk drawer as a simple way of reminding you of God's faithfulness to you and love for your family. Get your copy of Prayers for My Teen at ParentingTeenResources.org. Mark, here's why this is so helpful today. We all have made mistakes. Oh, yeah. And and, uh, this is so hard to get right. Everybody wants to get it right. I mean, there's so many different things, but it's all rooted because parents want to know how to discipline a child. Kids change because of relationship. They don't change because of consequences. Consequences get their attention. They change because of relationship. So the first thing here, don't keep rules and sacrifice the relationship. You need both. Yeah. You need both. Yeah. Okay. So this is practical help now right. uh, for parents and how to discipline. We've talked about this issue here today. So the first thing, you just said it, don't keep rules and sacrifice the relationship. That's right. You need both. And the second thing is don't pull away from your teen relationally just because you're disciplining them. Remember, your love is to be conditional. When I start to to put conditions on relationships, then I do not have unconditional love. And mm-hmm. that's what I want to express to my child. Yeah, but they have to feel the pain, don't they? Well, sure. I mean, pain is a part of the process. I remember C.S. Lewis saying once that pain is God's megaphone to a deaf world. Pain gets our attention. It helps us refocus. And so the pain of consequences, you know, keeping a child from something, not allowing them to participate, taking away something, a privilege, cutting back a curfew, not letting them drive, those things, it's painful, but it gets their attention and it just kind of brings them back. It helps them refocus. 
But Hebrews 12, 11 says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. But later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. And my point is, don't eliminate discipline just because you don't want to inflict pain on the life of your child. Pain is a part of relationships. What I want to communicate to a child is you can have pain and we can continue to have the relationship. And just as is true for everything we talk about in this program, this all has to fit and join together in our belief system. That's right. Yeah, in our structure of rules and consequences. That's so important. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit ParentingTodaysTeens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit HeartlightMinistries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.